Max. Hey, Andrew. What's this? This is Brains on the Outside. And what is Brains on the Outside? Brains on the Outside is a weekly podcast about exploring creativity through ridiculous business ideas. That's right. Every single week, we come up with ridiculous business ideas, like what if there was a Ted Danson robot in every supermarket to greet you? Why? Well, because then wherever you went, someone would know your name. (laughs) It's good. It's really good. (laughs) When people think about creativity... They mostly think about thinking outside of the box. But we want to go way further. That box is inside your brain. Yeah. So you need to get right outside the box, right outside your brain. Right out there. And that's where you come up with excellent business ideas. Like, what if there was tubes in your house that could deliver you sausage rolls and baked beans? Exactly. So I've been thinking a lot about growing food this week. Oh. And I've got, well, I've got a bit of a business idea that I wanted to, show you and discuss and hopefully we can flesh it out a bit nice okay good okay so in in my house we can we grow little chilies and little pot plants delicious and sometimes we make sourdough oh but that's really where our sort of capabilities of homegrown food begin and end like we can cook obviously but we can't grow the ingredients ourselves all right yeah okay oh yeah so i mean you live in a flat we live in a house we have a bit of a garden we have a little vegetable patch in the garden we grow some veggies in there. Yeah, so back where I grew up, my mom has a greenhouse. So they can grow lots and lots of stuff. And actually, lots of my family at home have vegetable patches and stuff. So they can grow vegetables and uh, carrots and tatties and neeps and all all that sort of good Scottish hardy oh <laughs> food. Just because it's Shetland so far north, right? Do you have to grow those things that we would grow just outside? Do you have to grow them in a greenhouse? Do you have to grow turnips in a greenhouse to get them to grow at all andrew or is it are they hardier than that so you can get a a, a tatty or a neat from the ground like normal but if you have the audacity to want to grow like a tomato oh yeah that's that's greenhouse yeah that's greenhouse stuff but i guess my point is (laughs) greenhouse or not they can grow a lot of stuff that that i just can't because they have a garden and i don't so what i want is a service where i can expand the range of things i can grow in my flat Oh yeah, so you get those like um, so you get like uh the uh indoor grow room things that you can put inside your house. You know, you can grow basil and stuff like that, and they've got special grow lights on them, um, and your other herbs <laughs> that you want to grow in there, costing money and whatever else. But you know, you can definitely. I mean, you couldn't grow a carrot in there, but you can grow tomatoes inside the house. I know, I know that's possible. Yeah, but I, I want to go deeper. I, I, I okay. want to have the entire experience of growing <laughs> tatties and neeps and carrots in my flat. And I'm willing oh. to give up space. So my pitch is, what if there was a business that came and converted one of your rooms to a growing area? <laughs> they came with like a ton of mud, a literal ton of mud. You paid by the ton and they just dump it into your spare bedroom slash office. Mm-hmm. And they put those uh, grow lights. They just kit the whole room with grow lights. And now you can use that room effectively as a garden for growing things. Wow. So now you can actually make everything from step one. Grow your carrots, grow your tomatoes, grow your strawberries. Wow. I love this. I love the idea of opening the living room door and there's a foot of mud in there. And I step up onto the foot of mud and there's just vegetables growing in my living room. Yeah, I, so, can I still use it as a, as a room as well? Do I still have a TV and a sofa in there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
if you want, but um, I imagine there'll be a cognitive shift to you effectively thinking of this space as an extension of the outside. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah, this is good. I mean, I don't see any structural integrity problems with having an, an extra ton of mud uh, uh, sitting on the 15th floor of a flat, of a block of flats. I don't see any. Let's just skip over that. Let's well, not worry about that. That's for the architects to discuss. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem for them. We're talking about gardening yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you'd be able to, yeah, grow all these things and you, you become more self-sufficient. Yeah, so there's, there's lots of benefits, right? Um, in, in Brexit Britain. Yeah. You know, regularly there's no food on the shelves. <laughs> so you got, got around that. Yeah. You can now, you are effectively now a microbrewery for carrots. You can have small batch carrots made and sell them to your neighbors. It'd be really cool. This this is like absolute prepper heaven, isn't it? Like if you live in a city, you are capable of sustaining yourself by growing your own vegetables. I've not thought about the post-apocalypse implications of this, but actually a lot of ideas, our ideas do boil down to like yeah. what if we were just preppers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, and now so you've got veggies sorted. It is definitely possible to get house chickens as well. So you could also have eggs every day. So you have eggs and tomatoes, carrots, in, spuds. In the garden. In the inside garden. So in the inside house. When yeah, you asked house. when you asked, is there a sofa in there? My initial response was no, but you could take your dog for a walk. <laughs> so I guess once we have accepted that dogs will use the space to go for their daily walkies, I guess you chuck chucking some chickens in there. Mm-hmm. That makes sense as well to me. It's good. I, I I I like it. I mean, you know, in the UK at the moment, the things that are in short supply and are expensive are broccoli, tomatoes, cucumbers, mm-hmm. and eggs. So that kind of works out pretty good. There's an interesting thing where if you have total climate control of this room, yeah, of this of this box, could you effectively just treat it like like out in Mexico and have an entirely <laughs> different you're growing tomatillos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And agave cactuses inside the house. I guess you have to be pretty wealthy to do that. Most of us are going to be living with a Shetland-like climate <laughs> inside, our, inside yeah. our house. Okay, yeah, shit. The, the, the cost of living crisis forbids us <laughs> keeping it like really like 39 degrees the whole time. Uh, another thing that occurs to me is, like, is, is rain um, and irrigation. Because all these veggies need rainwater and irrigation. So you're going to have to do... So if you're a top floor flat, it's not a problem because you just put holes in the roof. Um, I Okay, so the, the easiest solution to this is you, it's also your bathroom. <laughs> so it's not so much that there's a sofa and t- TV in there. You go in, there's a foot of mud, there's a shower and there's a toilet. It's like an ultimate wet room. It's Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. People are always caught trying to stop mold growth. Yeah in in their in their house that we don't want mold growth in your house but we do want growth of other living things like yeah. carrots and chickens <laughs> yeah good okay yeah i feel like we've solved those problems now if i take if i put my 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 prepper my prepper hat on right i feel like a prepper hat is probably some kind of tinfoil stetson with tinfoil in it mm-hmm. and or maybe a fedora with tinfoil in it and maybe some kind of hard hat apparatus underneath um sounds de- safe and stylish but if i put that on 
what I'm not getting in my diet now is a lot of calcium. So you want full, full, your entire dietary needs contained in this one wet room. Yeah, I think so. And you know, I mean, people talk about broccoli's got a lot of calcium in it, but you know, I know I want that good. You want that. I want milk. that good milk. You want yeah. the good milk. Get the good milk. You need the good cow. Can Can you put a cow in my in my house in this in this process? Can I? Can is that possible? If you close your eyes and imagine all the farmyard animals you learn about at school, yeah, you can get them all in your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do breed like micro pigs, right? That's a thing. I I read this. Oh, this in my head. I I forgot the story ends up kind of sad. I think, but Logan Paul, famous YouTube idiot, bought a micro pig and oh, then yeah. realized it wasn't a micro pig. It was a macro pig. It was a real pig. Yeah, I think it got rescued in the end, though, so it was okay. Yeah, okay. but yeah, okay. You open the door to your bathroom or another room of choice that's good irrigation, foot of mud. You're growing all your all your vegetables. Mm-hmm. There's chickens there. There is also the other farmyard animals. There's this little sheep. Oh, so I can knit and there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we're gonna have it all. There's a sheep. There's a pig. There's a cow. The big three. Uh, all the <laughs> things you need. Big three. My my girlfriend actually she does a lot of like knitting and crochet, so this has actually worked out pretty well for us. Because then, yeah, you can make your own wool. Yeah. This is. This is. <laughs> I'm still getting over the fact that you just called them the big three, uh, the big five of, Sar- of Safari, the big three of the farmyard, sheeps and pigs and cows. Yes. Like, when like, you go Safari, you want to see the big five. If I went to a farmyard and I didn't see the big three, I'd feel like this is a pretty shit farmyard. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. Okay, so how... I mean, we talked about structural integrity issues. Cows are really, really, really heavy. Yeah. Really heavy. How many, if you, how many cows do you need? You only need one cow to make milk. I guess. For the, how many, cow, how many gallons of milk do you get out of one <laughs> cow per day, Andrew? <laughs> um, so in lieu of answering that question directly, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll pose another question, um, which is, do we think mm-hmm. a block of flats do they live in a commune now where they share their food and milk? Or are we still in a hyper-capitalist? You are going to grow these vegetables, eat yourself, to prep, and then to sell as artisanally grown carrots, Alex specials in your house. Because <laughs> then if you're living in this nice commune, yeah, then you only need one cow and I can live on the ground floor rather than putting the cow on the top floor. And having the potential of it like comically falling through every <laughs> single floor, tenderizing the meat as it goes. <laughs> okay, so yes, I mean, I guess in the in the commune situation, you have you could just do it by floor, couldn't you? Like yeah. bottom three floors, dairy yeah. herd. Yeah, <laughs> floors four to six, carrot farm. Yeah. Floors seven to nine is uh, cabbages, lettuces, and other things that so look like cabbages and lettuces. You rank everything by weight. Heavy things at bottom, light things on top. Yeah, chickens at the top. Okay. I think, I guess the core, con- the core concept though is I can grow things I can't grow normally. Yeah. In my flat now. 
Now, there's one other thing that's in my head that is we went through a kind of shortage of definitely in the UK at the height of the pandemic and people were stockpiling. <laughs> and that's toilet rolls. Okay. <laughs> Where does logging fit into this, Andrew? <laughs> I was kind of thinking you're going to want to, everyone's going to have like a paper prep. Okay, they're logging. <laughs> uh, so the issue is log logging requires trees and I guess they have deep roots. They also grow way taller than one floor. I guess you could put them in atriums and things. I don't know. Or uh, they have to go on the roof. Every The yes, roof of yes, every block yeah, of flats yeah, has yeah. a forest on it. A, a singular enormous oak tree. <laughs> that you you coppice to, to, to get wood so that you can, well, so that people can whittle, because everyone in a commune whittles. Yeah. That's a whole thing. And also so that you can, yeah, you can turn it into extra additional support beams to keep the floors... Oh shit! Yeah, support beams. Maybe houses of little mulchers. Yeah. So you, you you need to go to the toilet. You go to the top floor. You take a twig off, you mulch <laughs> it, and make it into paper. Yeah. And then you ready to go to the toilet, and then you double that time up with like tending for your crops. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you know everything we've got. Yeah. I mean, you could grow grapes in there. Yeah. Turn the temperature up. You've. You've got your own not champagne PM. So there's the, the whole cause he lives thing about yeah. not being able to afford the nice hot temperatures. But I guess you have this balance of the hotter the temperature is, the more exotic your crop you can grow. And therefore you can charge more when you sell at the the farmer's market. You'll yeah. inevitably end up at. But also if you've got a forest on the roof of your building, that's keeping a lot of warm in. And if you've got a lot of cows and animals at the bottom of your building, that's generating a lot of heat. So yeah. actually, the cosy lives is is not going to be as much of an issue for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is where I feel like that's... Now, I do have a couple of questions. Are we going... Yeah, at the start of the story, you said outside the box thinking. Are we going inside the box thinking? I I am going to firmly, firmly put my brain on the inside. Okay, right. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to take some constructive feedback. What about the poop? Where does that go? If you've got 20 cows living on floor, on the ground floor, and 200 <laughs> chickens living on the top floor, and then various pigs throughout, and a donkey, and a goat, um, and various other farmyard animals, okay, uh, pigs as well, where is all the crap going, Andrew? What are we doing with that? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'm going to straight up say at the top, human poop goes where it normally goes. Plumbing remains. Any animal you can train to use a human toilet, you do that. Good luck. <laughs> normal, normal pets remain in the same system as well. Litter box and doggies go outside. Right. Now, for the farmyard animals, it's actually a pretty simple fix. What is the main ingredient of fertilizer? Oh, yeah, okay. You have a big-ass tree growing on your roof. That needs to get fertilized. You need to be constantly fertilizing all the mud that's now in your bathroom yeah. and other rooms. So a lot of this is self-sustaining. This is just another product that you can sell. Okay. I mean, it's going to smell really bad in your house now. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the amount of fertilizer going up and down inside the lift is going to be pretty unpleasant. Um, 
you get trapped in there with three and a half tons of fertilizer because it's the lift's broken. You, that's a real bad time. So my right, you have to think about the cost benefit analysis of different systems. Either it goes down the lift, or it London ends up like Victorian London again, where you're chucking <laughs> poop out the window, out of windows. <laughs> if you're fertilizing the 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 trees on the roof, you got to get it up somehow. So oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah it does have to go up somehow so the other thing that's in my head there is as you mentioned just before some of these things have very deep roots and a foot of soil is not going to do it yep especially those trees um the mushroom farm that you might want to grow <laughs> as well you you know you need good you need good soil good, for that good roots good deep soil yeah okay so you see you don't have to go this, go on this alone right you're not you're in a commune now. Yeah. You're a communist. You're working together with your fellow comrades to grow this, to grow this stuff. Say you want to grow a deep root vegetable. Mm-hmm. You go to your neighbor, your comrade who lives below you. And they're like, hey, that spare room you're using, your master bedroom potentially, can you move out of that and go to your spare room? Because your master bedroom is directly below my growth suite. <laughs> now, can we just fill your entire master bedroom up with, with soil? <laughs> okay. Top to toe. And then they can knock the wall, the roof down right. in between two, and you just you just go down. So I one one big deep. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then you split the profits. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. Right. That's that that's problem number two solved. Mm-hmm. Problem number three is You got a lot of problems with this. Well, I put my brain on the inside, that's Andrew. Right, yeah. You know, I'm okay. I'm in serious business mode now. <laughs> this is the sort of questions that get asked in like the Apple boardroom. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Pineapples okay. take two years to grow. <laughs> <laughs> what about crops that have a very long crop rotation, like pineapples? Like, do I, if I'm tasked with growing pineapples in the commune, <laughs> I have nothing to trade for two years until my first pineapple crop comes up. So. <laughs> You said a word that was slightly alarming. That uh, task. You're not gonna. I I guess we know, these flats might devolve into a communist system where you are given a role. But I hope that doesn't. We don't get there immediately. <laughs> um, but I guess yeah, you're gonna have to have mixed, mixed. Um, you mean I'm gonna have to grow more than one thing potentially if it's if it's the these one things. And it's also the main worry for me with actually now you mentioned this two year growth cycles. It means. Potentially only certain people can grow them. You know, people who can afford or are, are okay with signing up for two-year leases. Right, yeah. And I, I want us to avoid this sort of have and have not bourgeoisie proletariat thing in, in this system. Uh-huh. I want everyone to be able to grow everything. Um, but again, maybe it's just a cost thing. Maybe it's like, yeah, you're signing up for this two-year lease. You're, you're tending to your pineapples every day. Like, singing to them, rubbing lotion on them for them to grow correctly. I don't know how you look after pineapples. But you, you can sell them for more now because society now recognizes how long it takes to grow them. Mm, okay. Yeah. Do you feel suitably, do you, do you feel that your fears suitably? Yeah, I, I, I think I'd be in for this. As long as I got a low maintenance crop. A low maintenance, yeah, yeah. You know, like if it's something that I have to look after every day, I probably would be like actually no i'll just live in a regular house 
Maybe the system is you can grow whatever you want to sell, but if you want to take part in the the neighborly comrade sharing of fruit and vegetables, mm-hmm. then there is also you get a secondary assigned crop. So this is there's the crop you can sell and the crop that goes to the oh to right the gang. okay yeah oh so right so if I want to make star fruit and no one likes star fruit star fruit's shit but if That's I strong opinion okay right, right, yeah. Yeah. you ever had a star fruit. No, but and you don't have a fucking opinion. That's do you? okay. I mean, fair, fucking fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, it's like a bad apple. It just looks cool, but it doesn't really even look like like if you slice it up, it looks like a star. So wait, do you do you want to grow a star fruit? Or do you not want to grow a star fruit? No, but if I was an idiot, and okay, I want to yeah. grow a star fruit. Yeah, and no one in the commune is going to want a star fruit. No, but I've also been assigned a vegetable that everyone does like. Mm-hmm. Carrots. Yeah. Yeah. Or sweet corn. You know, like sweet corn? No. Like the least offensive vegetable. Uh, I, don't really, I don't know. The big giant guy. I don't know. I don't <laughs> trust him. <laughs> I, I, I was once in, a, in America, and I think in, on the way to Wisconsin, and I saw the green giant. It's a, it's a huge one. It's like 20 feet tall beside the side of the road. <laughs> For a second, I thought there was a bear. Like, oh. You saw the giant. Like no, a, it's a real story, yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah. Wait, so what was your point? <laughs> like, we have to, we can't, if people are allowed to grow their own crops, Andrew, we cannot accommodate people who want to grow shit crops. It's just, it's just the, 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 the will of the market, though. You know, you can grow a shit crop if you want, but you're going to have to eat it yourself, and it might not sell very well. Okay. Like, I feel like we're confused between what a commune and our communist well, yeah, ideal I'm, is, I'm not, I'm not, and also a I'm capitalist not, I'm, market. I'm not here to rewrite fucking Das Kapital. You know, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> there's different ways we can roll this out throughout the country. Okay, fine. So, fine. Bring it back to basics. Yeah. You've heard all this. What is the, what do you think is the, the version one of this? I think version one of this is we go around to your flat and we get on the phone to B&Q and we order five tons of topsoil and we dump it out into your living room. And we see where we go from there. I think that's actually it. Yeah. Think, you know, honestly, I think making it a commune overcomplicated. <laughs> I think it's just a man with a van shows up, dumps out a bunch of topsoil and you go from there. Where do you want this, mate? Oh, in the living room. What? You what? <laughs> If one of our listeners were about to dump five tons of topsoil into the living room and they were really excited to tell us about it, how would they get in contact with us, Alex? The best way to get in contact with us is via our email, which is brainsontheoutside at gmail.com. If you do dump five ton, tons of topsoil into your living room before you do it, can we come and watch? Yes. As well, please. And also, can we see your significant other's facial expressions? <laughs> as you do it. As you do it. <laughs> As they return home from a hard day's work down the mines <laughs> and wade into a foot deep mud <laughs> in the living room, sit down to watch TV. I can't imagine a scenario where anyone would be angry about that. No. Aside from hearing about that, we'd also love to hear your business ideas. We get loads of them from you and we love, we love it when you do. And whoever, whoever makes contact with us in literally any way, any way at all, We'll send a bunch of merch too. We would also really, really love it if you could tell your friends about the show. This is the way that shows like ours 
get new audience. We don't really do any marketing because we're bad at that. Very bad at it, yeah. So, <laughs> so we rely on word of mouth and referrals to get new listeners. And we love that. We love it when new people listen. And if you are a new listener, drop us an email and let us know because we love to hear from people like you. Do you have a final business idea? I do. Yeah? Yeah. Everybody wants a jetpack. Hell yeah. Yeah. But jetpacks, I've decided to pass A. Oh. Instead, I want a personal mining vehicle. And <laughs> <laughs> you go deep, deep down. Yeah. Yeah. Down, down is the new up. <laughs> Keep your brain on the outside, Andrew. Keep your brain on the outside.